you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Hey, everybody. Welcome into another edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Mark Killian here alongside with Phil Putney. He's a CPA and personal financial specialist at AFS Wealth Management. That's AFS Wealth Management. Uh, serving us here in the metro Detroit area from his office in Farmington Hills. Uh, Phil's been doing this for more than 30 years. So if you've got some questions or concerns, before you take any action, always reach out to a financial professional like Phil. And you can call him at 248-888-7530. That's 248-888. 8887530. Phil, how are you, buddy? I am doing great. How about you, Mark? I am hanging in there. How are, are you doing? How are you doing in the uh, dog days of summer? I enjoying it. Trying to stay cool. We've uh, we've had some pretty big swings here in Michigan. So we just got out of the the spa, so to speak. It was up upper nineties. I think right. it almost hit a hundred one day, which right. is crazy unusual for us. And now we're back down to those comfortable normal days of uh, of summer. Thing was a low of fifty eight when we got up this morning, which was awesome sleeping weather. And yeah, exactly. We're going to get almost almost eighty, so it'd be a good good summer day. No, that's a that's a fantastic day in Michigan, and I, I think I've shared uh, with the listeners before. I used to live in the area, so it's all too familiar with Michigan winters, summers, uh, and construction because those are the only three seasons, right? <laughs> that's right. That's the three seasons we have, and we're dead in the middle of that construction. I tell that's you. right. Winter, you summer, where you're going to turn and what you're going to find. Absolutely, absolutely. That's always the case up there. All right. Well, let's let's talk about our show today. We won't pick on Michigan anymore. Uh, let's hit the uh, some headlines for a second. I got an interesting one I want to ask you. Um, obviously, sure. advances in automation, right? In all f- kinds of industries, we're continuing to see this stuff, right? Uh, more and more, um, you know, industries, you know, being kind of, or jobs maybe even been eliminated by automation. Uh, it's been going on for many years in a lot of different places. Sure. But in your industry, what do you think? Do you think there might become a time when a financial advisor is no longer needed? Because you can go online, use a robo-advisor, you can buy products, lots of different ways you can do things. Yeah. And I mean, just like you're mentioning, it, it hasn't uh, exempted our industry by me, any means. I mean, the uh, the robo-advisors is the new big thing, you know, and, and uh, people thinking, oh, I can just handle have a have a robo the computer handle all the investing and to some extent that may be the case in fact a lot of the, the managers we use use computer algorithms and in, in their management strategies you know but the piece that's missing in all of that is the human human side of it you know and really understanding kind of the overall the plan and the picture um, robo advisors can handle maybe a, a very small piece of the implementation but at the end of the day there's no one there to, to talk to when something changes in your plan you know, so I don't think it's ever going to replace the financial advisor, um, but it has definitely, I think, helped even in some of the, the money managers we use. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, like all industries, I think we're going to continue to see this. And this is to me with what you do in a couple other fields. It's I don't know. For me personally, I always feel like, yeah, you can do some of these things through automation. But at the end of the day, I still want to be able to talk to somebody, sit across the desk from someone, especially when you're talking about your money. Right. And you want to be able to say, hey, listen, you know me. I know you. What's going on? What can we do? Kind of thing. I, I, for me, I prefer that. But. Right, right. Well, it's the same thing kind of in the medical industry. I just right. can't imagine going a robo doctor and some stuff and saying, oh, yeah, you've got this. No, I want to talk to somebody and kind of walk through this because, you know, 
I, I don't know that I trust the answer at the end of the day, no matter what they told me. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's like, I, I want to hear it. I want to hear it live from another human being that says this is, you know, what's going on and this is the, the solution or what needs to happen. So, right. Or well, they use automation anyway, right? So a lot of surgeries, doctors use, you know, robots to assist them or they use like robotic arms oh, and things. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But just like having to deal with a straight robot to tell you what's going on with your health would be weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I want somebody else that's uh, a human being telling yeah. me. A little too sci-fi for me at this point. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we might get there at some stage, but yeah, I don't well, know. that's true. But yeah, you and I might not be around at that point. But we'll see. That's right. <laughs> well, let's do our getting to know you real fast. Have a little fun here. Since we were just talking about doctors, um, what's the most physical danger, Phil? You ever put yourself in? Uh, I'm assuming it's probably a kid or a teenager because that's usually the case for most of us. But what have you got? Well, it wasn't um, when I was a kid or a teenager. Actually, okay. it was uh, last year. <laughs> okay. Um, but my my son got me into it. So, uh, so his graduation present from, from college, um, was to hike the Grand Canyon. So he, cool. my son-in-law and I, uh, took a three day, two night hiking trip from the North rim of the Canyon, all the way down to the Colorado river and then back out. Um, you know, so yeah, we knew it was going to be pretty strenuous. Um, and, and two parts of the trail were no one marked as, as marked as they can be out in the, the Grand Canyon trails. But the, the trail that um, bridged or, or kind of went along the, the Colorado River, that wasn't a national park trail, but it was, they had done some research and found it. And I found out why it wasn't a national park trail because had I known that going into it, I, I probably wouldn't have gone on that piece of the trip because there were some times that I was thinking, okay, I don't know if I'm going to make it out of this. <laughs> as we're climbing along the edge of the mountain and, you know, it's straight up and straight down on each side and you're climbing along the this, this edge that's about a foot wide. So, but we made it and everything was good and enjoyed it. Right. Well, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I always wanted to do that, but I don't know if I, uh, I don't know if I could pull it off at this point. Maybe my, my brother and I have talked about it pretty recently, so uh, we'll, we'll ponder it, but that's pretty cool. So I'm glad you guys had fun and did that. And uh, the sun talked you into it. So that's good stuff. Uh, great. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. So let's get into some email questions as we tend to do. Abe in Novi has one for you. He says, Phil, I'm being forced into an early retirement at 57 from my state job. I do have the pension, but that alone is not going to be enough to live on. Do I need to find another job since I'm too young for social security and also to withdraw from my IRAs. Well, you know, it really depends. And, and you're right. You're kind of in a, a hard spot, so to speak, because you, you are way too early to, to file for even social security at the earliest age. And you've got another two and a half years or, or so before you can start tapping into that IRA. Um, one exception you may look into is that since you've um, been put into early retirement from your, your state job for company plans, there's an exception to the 10% penalty that starts at age 55, you know, so you may be able to tap into that um, and, and uh, draw on that for a little while to bridge that gap. Um, so that's one thing you've got to make sure your advisor understands because too often you'll meet with an advisor and the first thing they want to do is move everything out of that company plan into an IRA. And that can be the right decision for a lot of other reasons, but this is one reason you may want to leave some of that money there, especially if you're trying to bridge that time frame from now until 59 and a half to be able to take money out without a penalty. So right, right. end of the day, it comes down to having a plan though. You know, what, what, what's your options and make sure that you understand all of them and your advisor does. Well, Abe, great question. Thank you so much for submitting that in. We certainly appreciate it. Again, before you take any action, always check with a qualified professional. Talk more specifically uh, with Phil about your unique situation. 248-888-7530. 248-888-7530. 
the number to call. Let's hit our main topic this week, Phil. Let's talk a little bit about portfolio disasters. Uh, we'll kind of reflect back to the the heat wave we were talking about to kick the show off. Um, the whole country earlier, you know, earlier this week, at the time of we're taping this podcast, it was just a couple of days ago uh, that the whole country really was under uh, extreme heat advisory. If you looked at the map, yeah. it was just like from you know California to the to definitely into the Midwest, all the way up the East Coast, uh, up into Michigan, so on and so forth. So just massive temperatures. And if you think back over the last 16, 18, 24 months, uh, our country's been hit with a ton of stuff. The wildfires, uh, the tornadoes, the flooding, uh, the hurricanes that have you know hit the, the southeast and so on and so forth. Just just tons of stuff, right? And so a lot of times these, I don't know, natural disasters, they do tend to kind of come out of nowhere. There's a few you can kind of see coming, like you know some major storms or hurricanes. You have a few days, but a lot of times it's, you know, it's kind of out of the blue or you have a very little window to react. And so let's talk about some portfolio uh, situations that can cause that same kind of thing. For example, if unfortunately a, uh, you know, one of the married couple passes away unexpectedly, so you become a widow or widower, and you are the one who really didn't get into the financial stuff. You're the one that let the other spouse kind of handle all that stuff. Now you're in the dark. Now you're emotionally wrought with losing a spouse, and you have no idea what's going on with your retirement future. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's funny, as we talk about this, that's a, um, a great quote from Zig Ziglar comes to mind. This is, expect the best, prepare for the worst, but capitalize on what comes. And there that's really how we approach financial planning and retirement planning. And this is, unfortunately, too often a scenario where, you know, one of the spouses handles all the finances and, you know, the other spouse may not be that interested in it. And that's why when we're working with a couple, we almost, I would say, require, maybe it's too strong of a word, but we highly encourage, let's put it that way, even if there is a spouse that isn't interested in the finances to be involved at least in a couple of the meetings so they understand the overall strategies that we're implementing and what we're doing. Um, because unfortunately, that could be the case that you find yourself at some point being a widowed spouse who you're completely in the dark. Um, you know, So we help our clients when we're putting that plan together. At the end of it, we've got what we call the family estate organizer binder that helps organize all the finances, both the, the planning and all the documents we put together, but then how to organize their finances so that if something does happen, happen like this, that surviving spouse at least knows where to go and who to contact. So it's it's definitely something you have to plan for. You don't want to think about it, but um, you've got to prepare for it just in case. Something that can wreak havoc on your portfolio. Uh, and Absolutely. so and so another one here, Phil, is the market. Okay, so uh, at the time of this podcast, uh, we are at twenty seven two. Um, since last time you and I had talked, it's gone over twenty seven up to twenty you know seven three something or whatever. So it seems yeah. like every day or every few days, there you know the media says, oh, it's a new high or whatever the case is. There's always some sort of record or something. And at some point, now this thing has been interesting these last 10 years because every over the last, I don't know, two and a half years, every time we think the market's finally going to do a correction, it kind of seems to rebound, uh, which is what yep. it does, right? I mean, it bounces around. But if one does happen and it is fairly sizable, it could, especially if you're a pre-retiree, uh, force you to stay in to work longer than maybe you wanted to because you were planning on retirement. Or uh, really bad would be if you're already retired and it forces you out of retirement and have to go back to work. Yeah. And this is one of those realities that I tell clients we have to plan for. I mean, uh, this is kind of an anomaly. We've been in this this market longer than we should be. Uh, longest one on record now. This this run, and you know, at the end of the day, it's going to have some correction at some point. In in typical retirees, you live twenty to thirty years in retirement. You're going to see two, maybe three market corrections during your your lifetime, your retirement. So it's a reality you actually have to plan for, and you don't want to be the person that retired 
back in 2007 at the top of market and all of a sudden you're at the bottom at the end of 2008, beginning of 2009, realizing I lost half the, the portfolio and now I don't have enough. So now I've got to go back to work. So it's something you have to build into the investment strategy. And, and we do that through bucketizing money. We actually, when we're positioning portfolios, make sure we have enough in what we call our soon bucket that'll get us through a 10 to 11 year time frame. And that bucket has low to no risk. We're just trying to keep up with inflation. Our later bucket has more long-term growth. So that's where we will keep up with long-term inflation and be able to grow the money, but we're not taking money from that. So that's you've got to have some strategy around how you're going to handle this because it is going to happen at some point. Right. And so, you know, knowing that the market's going to do what it's going to do, you know, again, I think that Ziegler quote is pretty great because it's going to kind of fit really with all of these, because if you just go ahead and do some, you know, if you kind of expect the worst to happen, but you, you know, plan for the best uh, and capitalize on what comes, then you're going to be in much better shape. So don't wait. And, and, and with the market, I know it's tough because sometimes we keep seeing it go up and up and up and we want to kind of squeeze out a little bit more, but you got to be careful, yep. especially on your time horizon, especially at what age you are. Everybody's going to be different based on where they're at, but you want to make sure that you're not, um, um, you know, you're not in Vegas, uh, you know, putting too much on the table. <laughs> it's just what absolutely, it kind of comes down absolutely. to. And that's why we segregate it like that so that we, we know we've got to take risk with some of it, but we've got to position in such a way that it's not going to hurt us. So, yeah, absolutely. Okay. So one more here on our main uh, topic this week. And, uh, and that's the, the family legacy that just gets wiped out by a long-term care expense. Um, you know, one member of the family gets, uh, gets some sort of an illness and it winds up being a long-term care event, uh, whatever that looks like, whether it's nursing home or in-home care or whatever. Uh, and it can just deplete any chance of leaving a legacy behind. And actually, Phil, sometimes it winds up depleting uh, what the, the the other spouse's retirement, you know, because now it's yep, so absolutely. much has gone into that, right? Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's actually something we look at in every single plan. So it fits right into that quote. Um, when we're running a financial plan, we always plan for the best, right? I mean, you're going to live full life expectancies, nothing happens, everything, you know, you, you pass away peacefully in your sleep. Everyone's wish. But the reality is what happens if that doesn't happen? One of them we look at is the first one, if something happens to either spouse early, you know, do you have enough finances to, to make it through? The, another one we look at is the the whole concern around some kind of a long-term care event. And that is our primary concern first and foremost is, you know, the first person of the, the couple to need long-term care, are they going to consume all or the majority of the assets so that now that surviving spouse maybe doesn't have enough to make it through the rest of their retirement? That's a really bad scenario. Yeah. You know, Legacy that that could be a concern too if you really wanted to leave money to kids. But most of the the clients I have are they that's great if there is money left, but they just want to make sure they're taken care of. And there's a lot of ways to plan for uh, long term care and, and nursing home type expenses. You just got to make sure number one you look at it in the plan and see the realities of first of all what is the effect on my scenario? Is it going to harm a surviving spouse? You know, and from a legacy standpoint, if you do want to shift some of that risk uh, to an insurance company, there's ways to do that. You just got to be very careful in how you do it because the the landscape for um, options around long-term care coverage today have completely changed. It's not the old, more traditional long-term care um, isn't always the best solution anymore. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, again, these are kind of portfolio disasters that can come up. Those are really the big three when you think about it, that, you know, these things that are going to happen, the loss of a spouse, a market correction, or even a crash. And then, of course, a long-term yep. care event. Those are really the, the types of things that can wreak absolute havoc on your portfolio and put you in a situation to where, you know, you could you could not have the retirement that you want to have, or maybe your spouse or whatever the case is. So again, I think that's a pretty good show 
show for this week. I tell you what, why don't we go ahead and wrap this up with one more quick email and then we'll get up out of here for this go round. And we've got one from Jesse in Livonia. And Jesse says, Phil, I've always handled my retirement planning without any professional help and seem to have done just fine. But is there any important uh, items that somebody like me might be missing? Yeah, and it's a great question, Jesse, because I work with a lot of uh, individuals that maybe up to this point, they've done all their own investing through the company plan. But the reality is once you start looking at retirement, there's a lot of different moving parts that most of the time it's better to have a professional help you with. Um, a common I often hear from clients is I had no idea how complex retirement was because when you start to look at options around social security, options around your pension, if you have that, how do you place the different investments in just the tax types? I mean, there's three different types of investments from a taxable standpoint, you know, your overall tax liability. I mean, there's all these different moving parts, right? And it's, right. as you're saving for retirement, it's very easy. Not many options typically in a 401k and you know, it's how much do I put in? Um, but as you get to retirement, everything changes. You've got to have some, some kind of a plan in place. I, I would encourage you to at least start the discussion with a financial professional and see if they can add value. The majority of the time, I, I think you'll find they will. All right. Well, there you go. That's our show for this week. Jesse, reach out to Phil at 248-888-7530 uh, to ask him and talk a little bit more about some of these things that you might be missing. Again, the accumulation phase is a lot easier to kind of manage and work with than it is the uh, the retirement uh, distribution and, and preservation phase. So there's probably a few things in there that you might want to consider. I have that conversation with someone like Phil. He is a CPA and personal financial specialist at AFS Wealth Management, 248-888-7530. That's 248-888-7530. And however you're getting this podcast, make sure that you give us a, a like, a subscribe, a review, things of that nature, whether it's Apple um, Podcast, I guess they're called now, no longer iTunes, or Google Play, or iHeart, or Stitcher, or so on and so forth. We would certainly appreciate it. And Phil, thanks for your time this week on the podcast. I appreciate you. Hope you have a great thanks, week. Thanks, Mark. You too. Yeah, absolutely. Stay cool. Well, it's a little cooler now, but <laughs> it may come back. It may come back. So you never know. Have a good one. And we'll see you next time here on Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.